What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Let's tell the people this podcast is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50, you get a free delivery. E-A-Z-E, share it. Tell your friends. Ease.com, promo code HAM. Uh, and this podcast is brought to you by my bookie. Perfect time, Middlecoff. Brackets are here we go. MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM, numeral one. Just HAM, H-A-M, number one. HAM, ham. one. Ham numeral one. Got it. Okay. If I told you two years ago, Trent Brown, highest paid offensive lineman ever by annual annual value, four for 66 with 36.75 guaranteed. So it was like 16 a year? Yep. Here's my thing with that. Belichick gets a pass. Got him for pretty cheap. Used him to win a Super Bowl. Got and him then, and a fifth for a third. Yes. And then it's going to get a third back with a compensatory pick. Right. There's either going to there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser in this. I don't think there's going to be any in between. The Niners thought that he was not worth the contract that I think two years ago they knew maybe it wasn't going to be this level. But it was pretty clear when Von Miller in 2017 was calling him the best right tackle in football. I remember you and I went on like a Facebook Live with Mayoko it was like, this guy is a $30 million guarantee guy. This was two years ago, just when it was like he was starting right tackle, so hard to find tackles. Von Miller, I don't think, was just blown in a blow him. He's like, this guy is really good. Joe Staley, I think, went on and said, this guy has all the talent in the world to be the best left tackle ever. You see him, he's a, he looks like a bear, right? His arms are huge. He's, th- he's a good athlete for his size. I mean, he's a freak. He's a really good player. The Niners thought, that when they paid him, or if they did pay him this type of money, he would go the wrong way. 
So they sold. Right. And the Raiders think that he can maintain the level of play that they just bought. That I, I don't blame the like. That's what he costs, right? That's to me the money wasn't that weird for him because can't you see multiple teams wanting this player? He's a really good tackle yeah. who can play both spots. That's thirty-five million easy. And what do you get? You said thirty-six guaranteed. Sixty-six overall. Yeah, thirty-six seven five. It's almost thirty-seven. So, so a lot of money. So either Gruden's going to look smart or dumb, or the Niners are going to look smart or dumb. Because the Niners, they drafted McGlinchey, but if this guy is, a let's say, a three-time Pro Bowler for the Raiders the next five years, you could have used that pick on someone else and just kept him and paid him. Because you, they still have a ton of money. They don't got anyone to pay. As you've seen with free agents, there aren't that many guys to pay. So you didn't have to do that. Now, if he falls off a cliff... You go, they 100% made the right pick, and Gruden was an idiot and shouldn't have signed him, right? Yeah, you know, and John, the other the other element or the other option for the Niners would have been to keep like him Bill for a already, year. Bill already just won, right? Literally, the Super Bowl with him. <laughs> the other option for the Niners would have been keep him for a year, evaluate him for another year, right? Because it's rare that you get to evaluate a free agent, and then you still get to decide if you want to pay him. If not, you still get the third, as it turns out, Maybe you didn't go in knowing this, but you get the third round. You still would have gotten that third round pick. You could have let him walk right now, just like build it if you didn't want him, ended up with the third. Or you could have had the next year and gone, oh, my God, you know what? He is showing us he's the player that we think he could be. We do want to pay this guy. Um, and look, even if you had drafted McGlinchey. I, see, I, I don't think when you know a guy's potential is to make big cash, most teams – don't like going into that last limbo year. They either extend them or they get rid of them. Unless they're like, happy to let them walk like Bill. I get it. I'm just saying, like, Bill ended up with the third. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that that was an option, but to me, they're, you're, the, Bill's in that position. The Niners aren't. you got to make a decision. And they made one. And, again, to me, McGlinchey's success or failure, McGlinchey's going to be good. He is good. But he's kind of irrelevant. To me, it's just if Trent Brown's good, they fucked up. And if he's not, then Gruden fucked up. It's to me pretty black and white. Yeah, the interesting part, and you said it, it they didn't, they wouldn't have misevaluated the player. It, did, it seemed like everyone knew he was like they were open to the fact that he was going to be good and was going to get paid. Yeah, maybe they were just worried that the best he would ever be is what he is well, in the year in which he's well. About to get a I, no, I, I think the knock on him and just people on other teams in the NFL, if you text, lazy, and not the big of a grinder. Well, what but, does forty million do to you? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like they would have felt, maybe they felt like whatever we're about to get from him this year, in this year to evaluate him in our own building, is not actually what you'd get from him once you pay him. But if you get it, then the Raiders just help Derek. I mean, you would trade Trent Brown at his money for Osemele at his money if Trent Brown is the player that he was for the Patriots last year. Want that to me? If Trent Brown is good, he's worth every penny to the Raiders. Did you know every... that the Raiders traded for Antonio Brown, John? Are you aware of this? I, I am. Like, do you all... know this really quick about I, because <laughs> because we've just talked about it so much, and he's just he's he's hilarious. I mean, Trent, I like Antonio Brown. Do you know the one sleeper part about Trent Brown too, guy? Huh? He's twenty five years old. Wow. He's just about to turn twenty six, so he's not like some old like he's. 
He's got four or five prime years. Like he's you could get young. that full contract. Like he could make sixty six million dollars out of this deal. I like signing, and the Raiders did this a couple years ago with Rodney Hudson. Right now, Rodney, right. there were no knocks on Rodney. No, but Rodney it was just was a high character badass. Like the Chiefs couldn't pay him. Yeah, they just couldn't have any money, and the Raiders just made him the highest paid center. But to me, if this would have been this year with more teams with money, Rodney Hudson would have been a guy everyone wanted. But Trent is a guy like. How many teams with money were like, yeah, I'm not going to do that, right? Like Chris Ballard. I, I don't even know if they need to tackle, but he just he's a risk. Well, it, it goes to show, like, if Colton Miller can be good, then the Raiders kind of resetting the offensive line on the fly would actually be a pretty impressive job of doing it. Now, like, they got to get Colton Miller there. But if they flip this, like, really good but expensive and getting older offensive line, in a year in which their the staff is new, if they pull that off in a year and a half, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, you can do it on the fly if you get two starters. Boom, boom. Right? Like Colton Miller's starter. He already is. Trent Brown. Like the Niners kind of did it. Weston Richburg get a center, and you draft McGlinchey. But the thing is, back to McGlinchey, you wouldn't have to have McGlinchey because you already had this guy. Right. Now, again, Belichick would say, the moment you know, you just you got to get value because you know you're not going to pay him. You're an idiot to hold on, unless it's a unique situation like the quarterback. But a position player, like Belichick, would say they did the right thing because he literally just did it with this guy. Yeah, Bill now, also, Grant, now Bill Grant, also Grant, had a left yeah. tackle on IR. Yeah, who he drafted, I think, 23rd overall. So it made it a little easier. But this guy was still his starting right tackle at the beginning of the season. And once that guy tore his Achilles, they just bumped him to the left. That, that to me, makes this guy really valuable. Yeah. He's, like, he can play left and right tackle. Remember, it was a big deal when Donald Penn moved over. It was a big deal when Jason Peters got hurt and they were going to move Lane Johnson over. Like, most guys just do one or the other. And now you can make so much money playing right tackle. Lane Johnson's highest-paid guy on the right side. Mitchell Schwartz, just full-time right tackles. It's fine. This guy literally can be your left tackle on a Super Bowl team with Tom Brady as your quarterback. Or just be a really solid right tackle. He can do either one. That's honestly, guy. If this had no character concerns, I would say he's vastly underpaid. He should be like a fifty-five million dollar guaranteed guy. If you said Trent Brown was wired like Joe Staley, or yeah, something. it's rare that a guy who's young and is about to get paid isn't kept by a team who has a ton of cap space, like the 49ers. So, because yeah. if Belichick, I think thought he had like a gem here. Don't you think he keeps them? I mean, you would think, but I never 36 know. 36 guaranteed isn't that much for a tackle guy. Yeah, I. you would think. I would think. If, if Tyron Smith in his prime or Jason Peters in his prime or Joe Staley in his prime, like the best a Pro Bowl left tackle hit free agency, with all this money you're seeing, how much does that guy get? See, uh, 50, $80 million? Yeah. 65? I don't know. I mean, just a Joe Thomas, you know, uh, Anthony right. Munoz, just a, a, a Hall of Fame. Anthony Munoz gets $1.2 million over three years. Seriously, though, guy. Yeah. They never do. And again, this guy's number is lower than it should be because a lot of teams are, even the Raiders, this guy's value is pretty crazy when you think about on the field. But this would, you agree, if he kicks ass for Gruden, bad look for. For John and Kyle. No doubt. Gruden can make him look bad. Who are you betting on? I'm Honestly, man, I'm kind of betting on Trent Brown. Like, I would, I think I would consider signing him. Now, I, got, I don't know everything the Niners know, 
But given what and here's the other thing with when a guy's been a Patriot, you think like that's probably the ceiling, right? What you do with well, the Patriots is probably they get the most. They tend to get the most out of guys. Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, I look at his track record last year: Malcolm Butler, Deion Lewis, Nate Solder, all weren't as good. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm re- I'm kind of rethinking this. I think it's a worthwhile risk. But I don't know that I sitting here and betting on it working. But I understand why the Raiders did it. I think here's the here's the nervous part if you're the Niners. He might just be so talented that if even if he's kind of lazy, he's going to be a fringe. Yeah, pro even guy. if right, even if he's not an All Pro, he is a starting left, like a really good high end start. The Raiders aren't going to feel like they're flushing money down the drain. Yeah, and whether he starts it right, if Colton got hurt, he can bump to left, or whether he starts it left and something like he can. He can just do a lot of shit that most guys don't have in the bag. Yeah. So there is a chance, just on God-given talents, at least for the next couple years, he could be pretty good. I think because there gonna... were not the guy. There were questions when they signed Kalechi. The whole league could have had Kalechi. They're like, you know, is he really that big of a bad? Well, those first couple years, Kalechi got paid and was like out for blood. I it was like, damn. All right, I'm putting it down. I think Trent Brown. I think it's. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good for. The I think it's going to be hard for him to suck. You know, for the for, and that's what the Niners need. Now, the one curveball in this is Tom Cable, the worst offensive line coach right now in the NFL. Twitter says yes. Well, if you just look at it, the last several years, every guy he messed with. So it's like one well, thing like okay, was like Seattle. a dominant line two years. Like yeah, and then Kalechi kind of quits happened? on him. Yeah, and then Gabe's like, well, let's have a Gabe, and Colton Miller looks horrendous, and you know, I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody would, about this the other day. I would day, not bet on Tom Cable. I was I was talking to somebody about this. It's a great call. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, but we were talking about quarterbacks, and this guy played in the league, and his point was like, you know, people always want to figure out, like, why was a guy so good, and then he fell off a cliff? And he's like, people don't understand how critical the situations are. Like, when you look at one guy, he's good somewhere, and then he's bad somewhere, he's bad somewhere, and then he's good somewhere. The situation is so critical. So let's say what you just described happens. Like, Trent Brown doesn't play well this year. Maybe it's – I'm not even sure that that would be him. Like, everyone would assume he just must have gotten paid and got lazy. But that's not – like like you're saying, that's not necessarily true. I don't know. I hope that's not what happens. But I don't – like, there's other considerations here because I know I, I, this Raiders I, offensive line was good, and I didn't think they were they were too old yet either. To, to, to me, to me I, I think sometimes lazy is I, – I, I hate this term when people are like, that's a lazy narrative. But sometimes just using the word lazy can be a lazy, just an easy thing for yeah, people to say. Yeah, yeah, I think it's true. more also with players. Like, he might still work hard or whatever, but it's like, really, are you going to push through, you know, in a game where you're kind of losing? Are you going to battle like you would when you go, every piece of film matters because I want to get that money? Like, do you just still have the same oomph to you? And people in the league would tell you, I didn't break down his film every game. Watch him a lot with the 49ers. That his playing personality can be kind of hit or miss. Now, he's huge. So, as Lewis said, Lewis Riddick once told me, bigger people are just inherently lazier in the sense that they get tired faster. So, it's like, oh, my God, that defensive tackle is not chasing every ball down. Well, no shit. He's 320 pounds. It's fucking October 1st in Tampa. It's hot as shit. He's tired, you know? Yeah, Deshaun can smoke weed all, all summer long, show up for gassers, and pass it running backwards. So, yeah. You know, certain guys have more energy and stamina than others. Trent Brown weighs like 340 pounds. Now, I think the question would be, it's hard for that guy as you get older, and I can relate to this, 
your metabolism slows, your body changes, you just got to work a little harder. That's where I think a lot of players that quote-unquote get paid get nailed because when you're 24, 25, you, your work ethic, you might just be so God, your God-given talents. Right. You don't have to crush in the weight room. Like, you, don't Deshaun, have to eat, you don't have to eat as well either. No, I think Deshaun is probably an example of like, there is a chance maybe he's just still going on this God-given thing of just speed. But I would imagine he's had to work a little differently as he's got 30, 31, 32, you'd think. Uh, but as an offensive lineman, I remember Brent Selleck telling me like his diet completely changed from like 28 to 29. Because like I, I, I would have been out of the league. And a guy like Trent Brown, bigger people are also – their metabolisms are naturally going to slow down and just basic things, injuries. Your body doesn't work as fast just because you got more – it's why so many centers, right, in basketball, they fall off quicker. You're just – you got to be cognizant of that. And that's why a lot – like Joe Thomas, all these guys were hard workers. It does – got to be somewhat of a worker at offensive And line. I would say like Joe Thomas, Joe probably got really lucky. No one ever rolled up on – Joe never broke an ankle. Like, no but one ever rolled well, up on him. No one ever fell huge, into his yeah, knee. But it, well, I'd say there's a huge element of luck with an April for sure. Uh, but I'm just saying the things that you can't control. No doubt, yeah, yeah. Like extra stretching, whatever it takes. Like, is this guy – and I don't blame humans sometimes. It's, it's, it's human nature, I think, once you achieve something so great and achieving a, a contract of that level is I he wouldn't be the first by any means. He definitely won't be the last maybe to take his foot off the pedal a little bit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 